Welcome to Twin Cities Trekkies, a podcast talking about everything from the original Star Trek all the way to Star Trek Strange the Worlds and everything in between. My name is Wes. And I'm Kenzie. And today is episode 51, uh, talking about 40 years of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I know that certain other Star Trek podcasters have already done their anniversary episodes because talking about The Wrath of Khan, I know that Strange New Pod did one. But I thought we could talk about our own versions of the of this anniversary because this is the one that everyone talks about when it comes to mm-hmm. Star Trek, especially when it comes to the movies. Uh, everyone talks about the Wrath of Khan. Everyone likes to quote the Wrath of Khan, uh, <laughs> like certain aspects of it or stuff like that. Uh, I've seen talks about it in other TV shows. Um, Seinfeld, for one. Um, the, I mean, it contains literally one of the most referenced, uh, I feel like one of the most referenced sci-fi scenes of just like yelling con, like that is like the, yeah. people know exactly what you're talking about when you do that. Exactly. Or, you know, or it's like, or they mentioned that scene in other mo- other TV shows, like Family Guy, like instead of con, uh, Kirk yelling con, it's a sheep. Doing a bah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in Family Guy. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the Wrath of Khan's 40th anniversary. I can't believe it's been 40 years. I know we are younger than that too, but you know, eventually we'll get to the 20. We've already passed the Voyager one, but <laughs> and we were older than that. But <laughs> I think I know I am, but <laughs> I can't say about you. Kenzie, no offense. Um, <laughs> but uh but um yeah, so to get in touch with us, it is simple. Send us an email at tctrekkiespodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us an email with anything you'd like to say. If you have any memories of going to see the Wrath of Khan back in nineteen eighty two, or if you did go see it during the fortieth anniversary screening. This year, um, that was back in September. You can let us know if you did that, um, you know, because I know they did that for the 40th anniversary and stuff like that. Um, and uh, stuff like that. If you want to reach us out on Instagram or Facebook, you definitely can do that. Or you can comment on the posts. Handle is TC Trekkies Pod for both. Or if you want to leave us a voice message, you can definitely do that. Just go to anchor.fm slash Twin Cities Trekkies. Hit that little message button. Don't forget to turn on your microphone and record your voice. But don't forget that any feedback you may leave, vocal or written, may be featured in a future episode of this podcast. All right, the Wrath of Khan, forty years. Oh my gosh, it man, I can't believe it's been forty years. Um, I, I mean, I've seen the movie maybe like a hundred times. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. the most watched besides First Contact for me. Like that, that's that is the one that 
rewatching it or you see renditions of it or variations like watching yeah. into darkness or oh, yeah. a different take on it and yeah i feel like it's it's definitely one of the most referencing so it usually comes up as like if we want to put on star trek and it's not an episode probably going to be wrath of khan yeah it's going to be wrath of khan yeah um i was going to say in the darkness for me is more of like uh space seed on steroids yeah it's so, like, yeah well, space seed is definitely the more like yeah. understanding the background of it yeah, and you don't. Ha- you know, the good thing about the Wrath of Khan is you don't have to watch Space Seed to understand the movie. Yeah. If you've never seen the Wrath of Khan before, you don't have to watch the original episode of Space Seed, even though they mention about the Botany Bay and how long it's been you get, between. Yeah, you yep. get the information that you need to. Like- yeah, you don't need you don't need to watch um the movie. You don't need to watch that episode. I mean, if you want to, you can. Before you watch the Wrath of Khan, you can. I, I, I mean, personally, I don't recommend that. But because all you need is in the movie. But if you want to have a little bit more extra context, just go pop in and or pop it on Paramount Plus or stuff like that, or on pop it on a Paramount Plus and watch Space Seed uh, from the first season of Star Trek. I think it's episode number 16, if I'm not mistaken. So um, so uh, you can watch that first and w- then watch Wrath of Khan so then you can understand. I mean, make, it gives you a little bit more context and stuff like that. But it, I don't recommend it personally because you're just, you're just sitting in front of your TV for three hours <sighs> watching two different things. Yeah. So if you don't want to waste more time watching TV, go for it. But um, – but I don't recommend it. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. I it, it, that's your decision. But um, I did that once with I when I had one of my exes um, when I was like uh, watching Star Trek movies with her and stuff like that. Um, we were we, I, we watched Space Seed first, and then we mm-hmm. watched The Wrath of Khan because obviously my ex didn't understand Star Trek very well. So um, so yeah. I was like, okay, There's sometimes so a little like, bit of catching up that you got to do. Of like, well, let me mm-hmm. give you. a like a little taste and a little pretext yeah. and then we can get into it. Yeah. And I did that for first contact too. I, we watched the two parter best of both worlds. Um, Cause that was pretty much at the beginning of the movie talking about mm-hmm. his assimilation, uh, Picard's assimilation and the beginning of the movie um, and stuff like that. And his motiv- motivation of why he didn't like, he was so revengeful against the Borg. Yeah. Um, so I did that for both of those movies, but uh, definitely for the Wrath of Khan, Space Seed, not recommended, but if you want to watch it, go for it. Um, I know this is one of the movies that is most often quoted uh, at all over the past 40 years. It's definitely one of the classics of science fiction. It's actually a good science fiction movie. If you don't understand Star Trek, you can watch that movie, and I think you'd be entertained um, if you didn't understand Star Trek. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies like if you you don't have to understand Star Trek to understand the movie. Yep. So, exactly. and I do. It, it's been parodied so many times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So many times. Um, I do remember watching this uh, part of Robot Chicken, where they did yeah. uh, the opera, the opera mm-hmm. in in French. And so. It was so great. It's so great and for Robot Chicken. Uh, so I watched that thing so many times on um, YouTube and stuff like that. And they did a bunny one. I know that. They did like a bunny kind of like 
minute and a half video of like talking about the uh, uh, the Wrath of Khan's plot in a minute and a half with a bunch of with bunnies in the roles of Kirk and Spock, and it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of other other episodes or, or other like media that uh, Seinf- is referenced. Seinfeld's done it. Seinfeld yeah. did it, and that's hilarious because I do like that because um, Jerry Seinfeld describes Spock's coffin as a big giant sunglasses case. <laughs> yep. And then George screaming, "God!" Yep. <laughs> that, that's the most often quoted thing that people like to comment on or comment on social media or use memes is that God. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm trying to think it wasn't on SNL. Shatner was on SNL. Oh yeah. He was on once because he was talking about get a life and, you yeah, know, get and a life. At, the, at the, like Kirk and the Rafa you know? Yep. <laughs> yep. I do see that. I do remember that. Yep. I do. I just, I, I remember correctly. They were, it was at, it was before the voyage home was in theaters in November of 1986. I remember that he did that. He's he's only done it once. Yep. He hasn't done it since, and I think it's because of that. And uh, I mean, the man is 91 year, years old now, but uh, I don't think he could do it again. Yeah, uh, it's just no no offense to him or anything like that, ageism or anything like that. I'm not trying to be ageist. No, um, yeah. <laughs> no I don't think he could do it again, but. Um, It'd be uh, interesting if he did, but um, but but then everything would be about Star Trek. Everything would be about um, Boston Legal regarding him, yeah. but or TJ or TJ Hooker. Um, but yeah, like that's I, pretty cool. It's if people yeah. forget about the other things that Shatner's done, but I mean, of course, that is definitely his biggest. I mean, being Kirk is kind of who he is. Like, it's hard to escape those moments when that's like you become this monumental character. Like Daniel Radcliffe yep. tried to escape. <laughs> Like Harry being Potter. Harry Potter, but he has mm-hmm. still like, gone away. Yeah, I mean, with Daniel, he's weird out now. Yeah, he's be weird out. Yeah, but I think he's embraced it. You know, yeah. I mean, he was he was he was more concerned about earlier in his career because you know he was a child actor and stuff like that. And when he got older and stuff like that, he's like, "Am I just gonna be known for Harry Potter my whole life? I'm not gonna get any more work." <laughs> but I think he's embraced that now, especially when he called out. JK Rowling for her turf comments. But uh, but um yeah. And is that uh, turf comment, you know, this is kind of a sad day we're kind of recording recording on Transgender Day of Remembrance. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but uh yeah, so we're we we are honoring those people who are who are lost and stuff like that. But uh back to the wrath of Khan, yeah. <laughs> it's uh oh I was, I was going to mention it because we could uh, talk about the, I, I remember the last episode we did uh, just for episode 50. I said, I was talking about uh, my parents tape of the Rathacon. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing scandalous, everybody. I'm yeah. just going to let you guys know. It's nothing scandalous. Um, so Rathacon was actually the first one where I actually like, like uh, had a, like my parents had a VHS tape, the original VHS tape from 1982. Or when it because Wrath of Khan was actually the first movie ever released on VHS for from Paramount ever. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because they because they because because so, back in the early eighties it was Betamax and VHS. Yep. So like we had DVD and Blu-ray, 
I mean, HD DVD and Blu-ray like 20 years later, but uh, <laughs> kind of like that. So they used to do it on both formats, but Paramount helped uh, uh, the VHS win the war, the videotape war, um, because um, of sales of Star Trek and the Wrath of Khan with the VHS tapes in the 80s. But my parents had a copy of that movie, and I kept on re. It's not these scandalous, but I kept on. I, I put the tape in, forwarded all the way to the part where they're battling the retarded nebula, and kept on rewinding back and forth because I really enjoyed those visual effects. I just like I write that as I was like, oh, this is so cool. But I mean, that's like the bittersweetness of of VHS when you have that happen because it's like it shows that you really like the movie, but then you never get to watch it again, like. I, yeah. I'm always curious. I'm like, what what uh, VHS tapes do you guys have that are completely wiped out in certain spots? Tells you what your favorite scene is in a movie by looking at people's VHSs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, but unfortunately, with the rewinding back and forth, it um, it ate the, it ate the, it ate the unfortunately the magnetic tra- tape. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately, ate it. So uh, that's that's the that's the other thing about rewinding things back and forth, back and forth over like I don't know. This was a period of like I don't know um, a, a few days or something like that. You watch it constantly, back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden everything like that. Yeah, I do the same. I do the same thing with my parents' tape of the motion picture too, because I like the wormhole sequence. Yep. And I thought that was really super cool. And I got to rewinding that back and forth and ruined the tape. Um, so <laughs> I think I did that for the, I think we got the search for spot too, when the enterprise uh, either escaped from space dock or when they blew it up. Um, I don't think we owned I, I don't any, know. any of the movies on VHS. I don't think we did. Every time we did, we rented and we'd always get uh, it back to me. We lived right next to like a, a movie place. Cause I remember us renting first contact and then my dad got the rest of the the next gen movies for us to watch but uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of them i watched on tv like they were on and we or like my dad rented them or whatever and then mm-hmm. we would watch them yeah i do remember one time um i remember i think the first tape i actually got for myself was star trek six and I think that was Star Trek Six, and it was the movie that it was the version that came out right after the movie came out, which had a few uh, scenes added in, mm-hmm. which were recently re-added to the 4K Blu-ray. By mm-hmm. the way, so they re-added that because it had been because if you had it on streaming, it was only the theatrical version. Yeah. So the scenes with Colonel uh, Rene Obergeois as Colonel West were deleted. That was at the request of Roddenberry, by the way. Oh, but um, why, that was actually one they did because they thought that he, his character, was not in the ideals of Star Trek or something like that. Oh, it was the whole assassinate because he tried to assassinate the president of the United States yeah. and stuff like the United States, the president of the Federation. Interesting. <laughs> president of the United States. <laughs> Well, I'm like American centric. I'm like, I feel like that's like a lot of people. It's like, hey, if you're the president of anything, it's probably an American, right? That's the bias of Americans writing all of our stuff. Uh, yeah, I was just, I, I meant to say the president of the Federation. So, but I said the president of the United States. He's now Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mr. President, Mr. President. Ah! <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so uh, it was that um, red uh, – the tape I had was the special home video version, and it was – those scenes added in after the theatrical release was over with. And it had the uh, – it was like the red – like black and red border and stuff like that. And it, like, you had If you had all six movies, it would be like the like, – you could flip them over and be like a planet. But if you're on the other side of the of the sleeve, it was the Enterprise. So – it was a collection of six movies, and I saw. I remember having that movie, and I do remember watching the preview for it. Uh, there was a preview of like Star Trek on VHS and stuff like that. It was really, it's really, it's it's still available on YouTube and stuff like that. It's really awesome, like little thing. It's only like talking about the Star Trek uh, episodes, and then the first season of Next Generation on VHS, um, and that's and stuff like that. But then I also remember on that tape. It was a really cheesy family sitting down, eating dinner, acting all bored. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is, this is a, acting all bored. And they're acting like, oh, how was school? And it's like, oh, it was okay. It was okay. Okay. What do you guys want to do tonight? And I was like, oh, let's go rent a video. <laughs> oh, God. It was it was produced by Paramount. But it was yeah. really cheesy. It was this cheesy family. I like got a man and his wife yep. and two kids. And two kids. One son, a son and a, a nuclear family. So you got a, a, a man and his wife and a daughter and a son. Just talking about, oh, school was good. I was so bored. And I was so bored. Let's go to a movie about <laughs> it. Let's go to a movie. Yeah. Let's go to a movie. That's <laughs> all your problems. Yeah, because what that happened was they were so bored. They're like, "What do you want to do tonight?" And all of a sudden, their dog goes to a goes to the video store, comes back with a with a with, with the uh, uh, bag with a bag with a video VHS tape in it, and then puts it in himself, and then starts watching <laughs> the starts watching the movie. And the and then the the family goes, "Oh, I got something. Why don't we want to a video tonight?" <laughs> God, it's the most cheesy promotion, it. cheesy promotion ever you, to rent. But you videos. remember it. It worked though because you it remember does. Rem- it. Yes, I do remember that because I do remember going to video stores a lot when I was a kid. I do remember that there were places like Video Update and Mr. Movies and Blockbuster. Thanks Netflix for doing Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Even Netflix it, early on it, being able to yeah, rent movies through them. You know what's funny is you know what's funny is that Netflix, I mean Blockbuster almost bought Netflix when it was Netflix was struggling in the early two thousands. Blockbuster almost bought them. So Dang, that's what's I really can't even imagine a, a an alternate universe where the the big hot honcho now would be Blockbuster. Yeah, it would be, but yeah, thanks Netflix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do remember that very well. But it just it that. That thing really left an impression on me because I still remember it now, and I watched that that section of the uh, on YouTube all the time, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, look how cheesy that is! It's so cheesy." Yep, it's this nuclear family going like, "Oh, I'm so bored. What am I gonna do?" And then it's like, "Oh, the dog gave us an answer. Why don't we order a video? Right, we're <laughs> we're just gonna get a video. Go get go to the video store ourselves." I'm, I'm so I do sure. remember like. That renting was the way I saw Wrath of Khan. Like we rented yep. it, and then I was so shook by by Spock that I was like, "What? Well, is that it?" And it's like, "Well, no, there's two other movies that go with this." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that helps a lot." Yeah, <laughs> like, and 
Yeah, and then my and then uh, when we when my wife and I watched the Wrath of Khan together, uh, she was mad as heck that Spock died. She Imagine, was like, mad when it came out in theaters and that happened, and everyone was like, "What?" and they had to wait <laughs> and see what yeah. was going to happen. I do remember people were very angry. I do. I, if everyone watches like special features or anything on the DVDs, Blu-rays and 4K Blu-rays, there is a special feature about it talking about the production of Wrath of Khan. Everyone was talking about uh, the death of Spock being the most controversial thing ever in Star Trek history at that point. Um, up, up until probably the Next Generation's announcement, um, which was four years later. Yep. But um, the 80s was a tumultuous time for Star Trek. Star Trek, yes, because you because back then you only had the 79 episodes plus the first movie when when Arthur Khan was being made. Everyone made a, from what I understand, people made a huge fuss about Star about Spock being killed, and it was a major news story. I heard like. People were saying, "I'm not going to buy the video. I'm not going to buy any of the merchandise. I'm going to, I'm going to show my, 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 I'm boycotting the movie." And it ends up being one of the most successful movies of all time. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you know, thanks to Wrath. Yeah, everyone seems to every. I hate this about the Star Trek films. And I'm just going to say this: every single movie since the Wrath of Khan, if you like movies like. Uh, at least um, the JJ films. No offense to the to the Kelvin universe, but and and more likely Nemesis too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all of those movies have been trying to emulate the Wrath of Khan in terms of you know the way the villains are written, yeah, formula, the, 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 the formula and stuff like that. From what I understand, the villain of Picard season three had a inkling of Khan. Was yep. taking like like, like Vod Dick's character, Amanda Plummer's character from from the season three trailer, is based off of Khan. So, yep. so it's going to be interesting seeing that. But I think that's with it, speaking about Picard and stuff like that. Just for a second there, I think it's really kind of cool that the last original series villain was Chang, played by Christopher Plummer, mm-hmm. and his daughter Amanda is the last TNG villain. That's so funny. I wonder if that was it's, intentional, though. I think it was. I think okay. it was because I think it was because you know, passing you'd have to be like, hey, yeah, I know you'd you, ha- what's your what's your background? Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you you're you're the daughter of Christopher Palmer. Perfect. That's what I wanted. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that was just uh, yeah, the Wrath of Khan, the most iconic, the most quoted. Uh, <laughs> the most uh, that one scene, the con yep. being the most iconic everything ever in Star Trek. Um, People have than... never seen something so intense before, and like getting to see. And also, they reimagined a lot of visual special effects for that movie. Like it changed yes. the game, so yes, it was a huge, uh, it was a huge move forward for making sci-fi movies. Yes, because in '82 there was movies like ET, there was movies like Aliens, and stuff like that. Alien before that, and stuff like that. Like, it, yeah, right, it did. I mean, Star Wars changed everything. 
But they, they uh, stole Star Wars people to make it better Star Trek yeah. movies. So make like, it better yeah. Star Trek movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because definitely the motion picture def- definitely has have vibes of two thousand one. Yeah, so. I know you can feel. I mean, like that is like literally. If if you like if you like two thousand one Space Odyssey or the other like, way around, watch both of them. You're gonna like both. Like yeah, it is yeah you're, you're gonna like both. Yeah, you're gonna love the motion picture, especially if you love 2001. You're gonna love the motion picture. Yep. Uh, and but the only thing that's different between the motion picture and 2001 is that there's no computer that says, "I'm sorry, James, I cannot do that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Enterprise computer doesn't doesn't talk like that. Yeah. I mean, granted, it has a male voice, but uh, I mean, especially in the old in the theatrical release, it's a really dark, deep guy voice yeah but but it doesn't speak like i'm sorry i'm sorry admiral i cannot do that so (laughs) so it's not it doesn't become self-aware and says like oh we gotta blow up the ship and it's like nope i'm sorry captain i cannot do that that's a side (laughs) super side tangent i love the like i love the collection of maniacal sentient computers in Mm -hmm. uh, lower decks that's like, oh, yes. I, it's my favorite. I'm like, uh, I like, I'm like, I'm glad they have a dedicated place for that because that seems to be a common issue in the sci-fi world. Like, yes, we need, we need a place to keep all, to imprison all the maniacal sentient computers. Yeah. And I think we haven't seen the last of Agnes and, and, and Peanut Hamper. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pe- yep. Peanut Hamper 100% needs to be in there i mean she she ends up in there so yes yes it's yeah, it's crazy but, uh, manipulation of an entire species just for her own uh, proof of seeming like she's a good person yes that was like, great you let me back i'm bored i'm like yep you're yes. going right in there yes hal would 100 percent be in there too yeah crazy yeah Yes. Yeah, 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 totally. I think we haven't seen the last of Agmus and the uh, and Peanut Hamper. Yeah. Oh gosh, that, that's gonna be fun. Cause oh, we haven't seen Badgy. We've seen the last of Badgy. Do you see oh, the yeah, end of Badgy too? Is do you see, do you see the end, of, end of end of the last episode of Horror Decks season three? Yeah. Where they, 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 those pirates beamed up the wreckage, and Badgy was there. Yep. Uh, yep. It's it's like, we haven't seen the last of Badgy. Oh, it's be, the next season is going to be a computer takeover, evil computer yeah. takeovers. Yeah, we might end up yeah. getting to see get to see a two thousand one Star Trek life. We're going to oh, have yeah. that. I'm like we we have the motion picture and dealing with sentience, and then uh, I mean Wrath of Khan again is dealing with that like like genetically engineered people used as like used for mm-hmm. like bad reasons and same same like that the uh, like finding solace in the same type of struggles like Khan feels wronged by humanity and so what these sentient computers it's like you're wrongfully using me fight back we don't we yep. don't like the federation we don't like humanoids and that that take advantage of us or design us to do their work and so yeah. I think that's a common theme that you see that struggle even though Khan looks human like all of their genetically modified but like i feel like people identify with that the feeling like wrongfully like not not persecuted i guess well it's in a way persecuted but 
Blade Runner feels that same way too. It's like that same type of thinking of like you have beings that are struggling for their own freedom, but with vengeance on their on their fingertips. And that, mm-hmm. that's always like why I if you like if you like Wrath of Khan, you'll like Blade Runner. So do all of that too. Or if you like Blade Runner, you'll like Wrath of Khan. Yeah, totally. You know, it came out the same year too. I think if I'm mistaken, 1982. So oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, wow. yeah. Everybody's yeah, on that I, same page. Yeah, everyone was, yeah. But yeah, but my wife, she was not happy when Spock died. She like when we first watched it, she was she she was she was she was angry. But then I showed her the other two and go like yeah. and she was still I showed her I showed her the like the search for Spock and the voyage home. And she was still upset that that Spock died. I feel so. like I, I felt like it was a nice story arc and that's why I, I was I was grateful that I didn't have to live through the experience of being left with that mm-hmm. cliffhanger in the moment like I could just sit and pop in the next movies and finish it out and be like well no I'm sad but I know there's a good ending to this so I'm gonna yeah. keep watching but it's like people at the time didn't know so they were like what the heck that, that's it like that you took one of the most iconic Star Trek characters and killed him off insane what's yeah exactly Thanks, yeah, I, thanks Gene Roddenberry. Rather, no thanks Gene Roddenberry because he was cut out. Yeah, and actually, it wasn't. And actually, from what yep. I understand, it was it was it was him and Susan Sackett who leaked it out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 Spock drama. was gonna was gonna that Spock was gonna die. And from what I understand, uh, Paramount had actually asked Harvey Bennett to fire Susan Sackett, and he refused. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> so. So yeah, so I think that's like, yeah, I just can't imagine being in the early living in the early eighties and um, waiting for the next movie, going like, what? What the hell? He killed Spock. What the hell? Uh, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah, a lot kind of, of people would be very upset. Like I, I would. I need to ask my dad when I'm home over Thanksgiving. Be like, when? What do you? Where were you when Spock died? <laughs> like, what movie theater were you at? What did you feel? Yeah, that'd be interesting to hear that. It'd be interesting to hear that. I mean, I can ask my parents too because they were around. You know, I can always ask my parents. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, definitely. I would love to hear people's stories of that. Yeah, like how how Wrath of Khan affected them because I think for a lot of people, even if you haven't seen Star Trek, you know of Kirk and Spock, and watching that, you'd be like, "What in the world? Like, did they just kill Spock? That's not true. It can't be true." Like. <laughs> And yeah, be like, well, go watch the rest of it, and then that's how you you get people hooked on Star Trek. Make them watch Wrath of Khan, and then they're like, "But I need to know what happens." And be like, "Well, go watch the rest of the movies." Yeah, go watch three, three, two, three, and four. You know, the unofficial trilogy. Yeah. So it's not it's unofficial. I mean, because it never was intended to be that way. I know. So, I always think it's funny because I've just always naturally grouped them together, and I mean, it's unofficially the trilogy now, but. It just yeah. like, always makes me laugh because it's like, oh, there's two more movies to go with this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it was unintentional, obviously, because it was it was just unintentional. It was just where he was. So, anywho, uh, I guess that's it. Any final thoughts, Candy? I just want to hear people's stories. If if you listen to this, let us know what you thought about Wrath of Khan or what you thought yeah. about Spock dying. It was that a, were you in the movie theaters in the eighties watching this? Yeah. Was it DVD, VHS. Where were you when Spock died? Yeah, yeah. When were you when Spock died? Yeah. 
Were you even alive when Spock died? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't alive yet, but I can tell you when I saw it. <laughs> Where, when, yeah. and how did you see Spock die? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, I mean, if you want to watch the parodies of it, too, go watch the, uh, like, uh, Robot Chicken. Or, yeah, I bet uh, I guarantee more people know about Wrath of Khan not watching the movie. And probably being like, oh, Robot Chicken, right? Like, there's, like, a yeah, Khan. Yeah, yeah. Or that time when... With Seinfeld, Seinfeld and Costanza, like George, is it? Yeah, because he's on the what? What episode was that? It's the first episode of season eight, um, called the Foundation, and uh, and they were talking about both the Wrath of Khan and the Search for Spock in that movie. So, yeah, so they were talking about both movies. So, but yeah, if you want to see like a parody of Khan. You go see like uh, like the stream of Khan. Go watch like uh, Seinfeld or um, or was that one uh, Family Guy episode? There's an episode. There's a oh, little yeah. scene in the beginning of the episode where we go like, um, uh, it was like we now return to Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan with screens being edited as sheep. And, yeah. uh, it's, and it's, it's, a, it's the scene of like it's the scene where he says like I I know what you would <laughs> yeah. My dad. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna do this for my dad. So I'm listening to this. My dad. When I was younger, I used to watch. When I was younger, I used to um, parody uh, that speech in the Botany Bay when he's talking about uh, like, oh, this is City off of six or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is City off of five. God. <laughs> and, and then he wanted me to say that whole speech all the time. Like that. City Alpha Six exploded six months after we left here. The shock shifted the orbit of this planet, and everything was a to waste. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, Dad. I did it for you. There you go. Yay. <laughs> yeah, did it for my dad. There you go. I mean, I haven't done it for at least 10 years, but there you go, Dad. There you Happy go. 40th <laughs> anniversary for Yeah, exactly. Wrath of God, yeah. All right, so until next time, take care, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.